episode number 180. Welcome to the Tartan Running Shorts podcast. <laughs> Done this wrong, haven't I? I can't no, you haven't. I don't know why I'm laughing. Fucking hell, I'm reading it off a script and I still don't know if I'm right or wrong. <laughs> <laughs> episode number 180. Welcome to the Tartan Running Shorts podcast. <laughs> Four times a charm. I know uh, what the problem is. I know what the problem is. But I'm gonna. I will tell you. I'm gonna tell you once we start. Tell me, right? I'll start again then. Episode number one hundred and eighty. Welcome to the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan, myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tommy, this is like the fifth time I've tried. To, <laughs> I've tried to read this one sentence and that do you know what the problem is i the problem is the is this the right word the intonation on it you've gone and i would have done the same when you see 180 you've got that you just want to be a darts commentator and go 180 <laughs> and it's just throwing you off kilter it has it's completely <laughs> thrown me off like you know 100 i mean i don't know i think i've got like a maybe a 50 percent success rate in the first attempt and it's only one sentence and i actually have to read it out so um yeah, this is this is a poor start to what's been a couple of weeks of a, a sabbatical for for Tom and I, and uh, yeah. we've got some big news. Tommy is back in the the land of the the motherland that is Countess Wells Forest. So he's, he's <laughs> steady on. Don't get my home address away to people. We're getting hate mail on where to go. He's sandwiched in between Hazelhead and Countess Wells Forest at the moment. He's got a. A wee housey there, um, and uh, yeah, it's it's good to have you back. And we we've actually it's been a long time coming, but we we met in person on, we did. on Saturday, didn't we? At, at, at the wee man's birthday party, yeah, Logie Lenny's birth joint birthday party. Indeed. What a messy one it was! It what was... a treat it was for us to come and see them. Oh. I think that's that was the first time I've met Logan. The first time I met Lenny, sorry. It is, isn't it? That's yeah. crazy, you know, because he's only a year old, eh? Well, that's why we had the, the party. Um, and uh, I mean, obviously, you know, you know, the big man, Logie Bear, he's, he's uh, what three, three years, three years old tomorrow. So, uh, it's all go, it's all go in the, yeah. the, the house of the house of Greg's at the moment. And um, and yeah, I mean, it's all go in terms of the running scene as well. There's been lots happening, um, you know, from a and a national, international, and uh, and personal level too. We've got uh, we've also got Ross Cairns, who is the coach to Mary McLennan and uh, Megan Keith on the show uh, to talk about just him as a coach and also him well, as a race campus, organizer yeah. for Campus Five K this weekend. This weekend, um, uh, and and I was taking part in a a, a piddly little marathon. Uh, well, I would call it piddly. It was cracking. A well, let's start there, then. Kyle. That's that is exactly where we want to start. Is it's been uh, it's, it's been to just bypass that, Tommy. Well, you you know we can't. We give the listeners a preview that you were going to go and you were going to we talk take it not too not too hard and you're going to it'll be fine. You'll just get around it. Now, <laughs> give us the give us. I know the story. It's a great story, but the listeners need to hear it. So rewind back to the Mozart hundred, but you're doing the marathon. I, I was. So I mean, I've kind of teed it up. If if you haven't listen to my my tea up basically i was going to do the 100k i'm not fit enough i got covid i've been struggling ever since uh so i kind of decided off very little training to try and uh, here's my excuses rolling in now here they come yeah, folks here they get come. ready brace yourselves it's excuse um, bing, excuse bingo let me just take some notes here on, on the, what, they, what they are here. 
Excuse <laughs> Bingo, he's actually getting the penny. I can't wait for this. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, aye, I mean, yeah, COVID, uh, lack of training. It's uh, the heat as well. It was like 34 degrees, Tommy. Which I bought. Literally, Which boy. It's uh, in, in, okay, it was 9 a.m. start, so it was maybe a little bit less than that. But, you know, four hours into the race, it was, it was at the, the sun was right on top of my domer. Um, you know, and uh, again, no, no hat. That's another excuse there for you folks. Uh, but I started off like it was a, it's, it's a, like I've done Mozart 100k. This is my third time going to the event. It's an amazing event. It's inspiring. It's part of the the UTMB series now. Um, so yeah, the the, the marathon started in a, a small town, a few miles, twenty odd miles away from Salzburg. So it was point to point, uh, 1,800 metres of climb, 25 miles, 26 miles of, of running. And uh, you do like a lap of the, the town. And I did that. I, I didn't even know you had to do a lap. I was like, oh, this is flat for the first <laughs> mile or so. The classic then, Kyle Gray prep. I love it. <laughs> like, Hold on, I'm back to the start. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> look behind us. But actually, I didn't have to look behind us. There's people in front of me. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> usually I would have to, but uh, not this time. Uh, and I was like in eighth place or something. I thought, right, these guys are, you know, they're going to shoot. They've just shot ahead of me. I'll catch up with them, you know. And, and the field was stacked this time. I mean, I'm sure it usually is, but I I, I really struggled to hold pace. Um, I struggled to hold a six-minute mile for the first flash section. And then it goes straight up the hill, you know. And that was it. I was like, bloody hell, this is hard going, like. And I'm like, I'm breathing at Mars. And, and you know, you know when you're not fit or you, you know, you're not at the level that you, you were, you know, you're, you know, you, you shouldn't be run, you shouldn't be exerting yourself as much as this at this given pace. Uh, and and you, I was just like, oh, what is what it is? Like, I'll just, I was like, going, going 10k pace for the first marathon, you know, for the marathon, <laughs> thinking this is gonna, I'll be okay. You know, there'll be an up and then there'll be a down and then there'll be an up. It'll be fine. It'll, it'll, I'll, I'll, I'll work myself into this race. It's, there's no issue here. Nah. Did the hell like I was pissing the sweat. I was pissing the sweat in the first hundred meters of the climb. I was getting overtaken again, and I thought, Jesus Christ, this is horrendous. And then, uh, like, there was a flattish section, and I caught a few folk up again, and I was like in fifth place or fourth place or something. Wow, about that. But it was like I'm aware it's this is really tough. Like I'm feeling like I'm 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 going far too fast early on but i'm like it's only a marathon it's not 100k so if a death mm-hmm. march if a death march at least i won't have to death march that long you know uh so like i'm I'm running so i get to the next sort of checkpoint aid station which is like mile what's it <clears throat> i think it's like mile six yeah uh, and i get to the, the aid station there's another guy next to me and uh, i pick up my my gear you know i get some some hydration i get some fluids i get some watermelon the aid stations in austria folks they're to die you get absolutely everything it's just nice you know, like it, it, the money that you pay to enter if you just sat there and ate all the food you know it probably you make your money back you know <laughs> uh, and it's also sponsored red bull the headquarters are in salts are in near oh, where we're of course. So like they give you like Red Bull, Red Bull Cola, like it's just stacked full of really amazing food. It's the best spread of food you can get. And it's only an aid station. Um so I, I like get I go past the aid station and then and I was like, hold on. 
And the, the, the boy, the, the, the other boy's next to me, I, I think he's German. Um, and, and I ended up doing another lap of the town, or a town. And I thought, ah, oh, fuck, this isn't this. We shouldn't be doing a lap of the town. Uh, this isn't part of the course. So I ended up doing like, it was like a kilometer loop or something. Mate. And I thought, oh, no, how the hell are we back at the aid station? <laughs> so the, the German boy's going mental at the volunteers. Is it? Like, I'm like, you know what? Like they saw it. They weren't checking. We weren't checking. Like I even, do you know what the sad thing is? Like I was, fo- well, I was following his footsteps. Um, so like I wasn't really looking where I was going. And I really should have. And the volunteers clearly didn't see us going past them or they might have saw us going you know going past them but they just didn't direct us you know um but i had my gpx watch on you know my, my gpx uh, watch. so you had the route on your watch i had my route on the watch I still uh, went the dear, dear. <laughs> so that was a that was a rookie schoolboy error um again you know i've, I've got bad uh yeah I, i'm quite bad when it comes to keep like actually just following a a, a following a route on my like how can you get that wrong like i was so annoyed about myself but the german guy was crying like you <laughs> like you know like me it's just a, it's a marathon you know it's then you've got another four three hours you idiot just crack on you'll be fine so how so early was up. this how early on was this was it still... the six mile point so he's okay right uh, yeah. and I, my... get, I get he's annoyed i was a bit annoyed but I mean, you know, it, it was another excuse to add to the the list, you know, to be honest, yeah. for me. Um, so I didn't that, have that. I didn't have that on my list, by the way. I'm still going for excuse bingo. I'm missing one for the full house. Ah, I know what you're going to say. So I crack on. I keep going and I'm like, right, I'll just I'll hold on to this fifth place. And it, in fact, I was in seventh or eighth by that point because a few, a few folk went past me. Um, so I was trying to claw back some places, which I kind of did. Um, I got into maybe f- sixth or fifth, maybe fifth. Um, nice. Which was okay. I think I did. I, I could be lying. I mean, you'll be able to check the splits if 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 any of your um, <laughs> you know, smart Alexes are wanting to check. Uh, and like there was people going the wrong way, like just randomly going wrong d- difference. Not all, not throughout the race, but people were going the wrong way. You know, not huge diversions, but it was like. It was clearly marked, but I mean, it's an ultra. Like, it's so difficult. And I know as a race director, it's so difficult to mark every single path that comes off. You know, so it's, you can, you can only do your best. Uh, and you've got to really think about why would you go into this trail if it's not been marked? Just keep going, you know? Um, so anyway, like, I get to like, it was really hot. Uh, I, I was taking as much fuel as I could. It was just beautiful though. Like, I was trying to enjoy it, but it was just really hard. It felt like, I was out my body. It didn't feel it was my body when I was running, which is weird. And my breathing was mm. like really tight. My chest was tight and it was just like, but I, I, I just wanted to finish and just see what happens. You know, you never know. I might get a second wind. I didn't get a second wind, Tommy. The last, you know, the second last climb, I, I started going, what What am I doing? This is hard. You know, I've got another seven or eight miles to go. And I thought, oh, Jesus, I'm, this is it. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> so like I'm just jogging in. I've like kind of lost that mojo. And then I get a second wind, you know, a, a mile later, I thought, hold on, there's someone in front of me. Oh, great. So I'll catch. I went past them. And then uh, and then there was another big climb, really decent climb. And I just that was it. I was out. I couldn't the hill was far too steep. I was dehydrated and my breathing was, you know, through the roof. Uh, one boy from behind me just flew past me 
And then uh, you, I got to the top of the hill, running down the hill. And there's a, there's a, there's a turn off to the left. The guy who was like maybe five minutes, took five minutes out me in the hill. He's running back up the hill because he went the wrong way. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. Like, oh, no. I've lost my, I've lost it. I've lost it. I've lost it. <laughs> oh, mate. Yeah, right. You're flying at the moment. You're going to catch folk, you know? So he's like, you know, I gave him a little slap in the arse. Crack on, mate. I didn't. I didn't do that at all. I gave him a little push. You can do it, mate. You can do it. And off he went. Bounced down the hill. And and uh, he was happy. You know, he, he lost a lot of time, though. He would have been well up if he... Oh no! Because there's nothing worse. You've gone up this big hill. He's running down this hill for a while, and then he ha- he has to climb back up it. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's like, awful. Mile mark. And by this point, I'm like, I'm just going backwards here, and like I, I, I got to the light, the last hill. The, they call it the stairway to heaven. I maybe ch- chatted about that the last time. You did, yeah. When I was almost greeting, when I was like, I'm going Tilt's, up this hill. Felt some emotion no. last time. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going up this. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, I got to that point, and I no, just before that, I was just like, I'm out. I'm just walking, jogging, hardly jogging, uh, and I'm like looking behind, and I'll see all these people going past me, and uh, and then I saw the first one go past me. Uh, How long is this hill? That it's like uh, it's that uh, a kilometer. Uh, oh wow! Okay, up like not not height, but but yeah, length and the steps. Yeah. yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, and then I saw the second female, and I thought, surely Debbie, you know, is Debbie going to be here soon? So I was kind of hoping to see Debbie going past me, and like I got to the top of the hill in the down section where the steps are, and there there she was fleeing down the hill, and uh and I was like, here she is. She's in fifth place, fifth woman. Nice. And she doesn't say a bloody word to me. <laughs> Quite right. <laughs> just like, Good for her. I think she might have muffled something to me, but I was just like, <laughs> save yourself. Save yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you know, just getting checked by my wife. I thought, here we go. You know, this is, uh, you know, the, the funniest thing was like, I, I, I said this before, um, I was down as one of the elite runners and, uh, I had to go on the stage on the Friday night. Oh, how, how awkward. <laughs> I'm just like, it not, I'm getting like, I'm in 22nd place here and I'm I'm uh, getting, you know, my wife's overtaking me and uh, it was like, and it was only like literally five minutes before the end of the race. And oh, she dear. took like two minutes out or a minute and a half out of me in the last section. And uh, it was, it was kind of funny because like we were separated by one person, but uh like she, I mean, she had a fantastic race. Given like she's not been, she's been affected by like COVID and uh, just like, just, I mean, it's the first kind of major trail race and like that. She must, she was going out really well. She was in the the top three, I think. Uh, and then the climbs, she was doing well on the climbs, the flat, just the downhills. Like you know, for her, it's that's where she needs to improve if she wants to perform better at that level. Um, so yeah, like we Very got impressive. The, got to the end and uh, you know got my Stegall in, my Stegall beer in. Got Very a few neck, neck those no those, and then uh, it was back to to babysitting the kids again because uh, Grandma was looking after them. But uh, I shout out to Tim and Totty. It was uh, the, the so class. You you t- you you set up Totty last time. How did you get on? Did you meet your? Yeah, oh, all. well done, Tony. Yeah, That's yeah. fantastic. Uh, yeah, and so uh, yeah, I was delighted for for her because I've been coaching Tim and Totty, like you know, just 
getting them into shape and uh, she's really, really strong in the hills uh, and it's kind of probably a bit runnable for her in some sections, but the heat as well, you know, let's get the excuses in for them too. And uh, I, Timmy Boy, Tim Tim had probably the fastest uh, sprint finish of the race, of the, the Mozart event, the, being a 400 metre runner. I've no idea why he sprinted so fast when there was no one next to him, right? But <laughs> he did what he did best, so I uh, good, good for him. There, uh, and yeah, it was it was just a good event. It was so how uh, long were you out for then? How how long did it take? Four you? hours, four hours two, and Debbie, you know, I was four hours three, and Debbie was four hours two, I think. So, wow. uh, the, the quicker we move on about this, this, uh, this race, the, the better, Tommy. Uh, well, I mean, you've that's uh, you're you're becoming a bit of a regular at Mozart. It's good that you've, I'm glad it was, it was another good weekend for you. And actually, I was, I was thinking of you that weekend because it was baking hot in Paris, and I remember saying to Fiona. There's one thing I wouldn't want to be doing this weekend is running an ultra in the in the <laughs> mountains in Europe this weekend because it was it was brutally hot. So I'm going to give you that one. That is yeah a big uh, a big shout out to George Foster who uh, little did I know has ordered a pair of tartan running shorts. So he he was a win. No, he was second place at the Mozart Ultra and wow. uh, he's, was he the third quickest Bob Graham round in ever? He's uh, a TRS listener. That he's, he ordered shorts apparently. He's ordered shorts. Uh, so, yeah, big shout out to George. Oh, and, well uh, done, George. We, I did say we need to get him on the show, but I, I don't know where shorts are. I need to check the order, but sorry if you haven't received they will, them. But... They will come to you, George. Don't worry. Yeah. That's brilliant. Um, so, yeah, there you go. And other than that, you know, it's been... How's the, just... recover- how's the recovery been? Apart from I apart mean, from the... being forced to do all the, all the chores in the house because you are officially the... You not only, I mean, you're, you're without, there's no doubt about it. You're the second class athlete in that household now. Oh, I, exactly. I mean, uh, yeah, on, yeah. on form, at, at least on form, if not on <laughs> pedigree, gen, more generally. How, so how are you both recovering? I mean, I'm, I'm not even, like, my recovery is, I think I saved myself by not just giving up, not giving up. It's horrendous to say giving up, but I, should, I only did it because I was, I already entered. Um, but if I wasn't doing that, I wouldn't be running and racing. Or I'm I'm really like I'm struggling running at the moment. Like I I was gonna just before tonight, I went out. I was gonna go out for a run, and I literally, as I say, I feel like my body's not mine at the moment. Like hmm. I I think I've been affected quite badly by COVID. Yeah, uh, and, and I wouldn't say badly like other people have, but when it comes from a like a performance uh, aspect, I feel it quite a lot. Like you know, when it comes to like general day-to-day living it's not as bad but when you're running at intensity or like mm. with sustained effort it's really like I, I can't I can't I can find it really difficult so I, I went out for a run like tried to run out my house along the drive and I, I just stopped at the end of it I thought nah really <laughs> back. <laughs> I was like no nah, I'm not doing this uh it's it's, yeah, it's just unreal like I know there's a few people who have been you know they're nowhere near where they were and and i i was making it i was like well is it maybe lack of training it's not it's not lack of training because i know when i haven't trained i know i don't feel like this you know i feel unfit but i don't feel like it like i feel within myself whereas this i don't feel within myself if that makes sense Mm -hmm. like even i'm doing like a walk i like i have to take a deep breath like the oxygen's just not coming into my lungs you know uh, so I'll just leave it a few more, you know, a few more weeks and do what I can when I can. I like to do like, uh, I've started doing eight second hill reps, eh? 
because I don't have to breathe. You know, I just run and then I stop and then I you take two. eight. I said eight. <laughs> that is my interval. That is my high session. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, like I'll do like half an hour run. That's it. Like I won't do any more than that at the moment. Like I'll try and run every day or walk every day or something. But yeah, it's just it's tough. Eh? Like I, I, I'm like I'm not gutted because I haven't really planned anything over and above like Mozart. But mm-hmm. I, I do want to get back into it. I just I've got no physically got nothing there. Mentally, I'm my motivation levels are low. Uh, it's it's a bit of a it's, I've never, it's, it's a bit of a big change for me when it comes to running, but there's mm. lots of other things happening in my life and that I can be excited about, like TRS and uh, TRS and, and, and kids' and, birthday parties exactly. and, and race directing ultramarathons. Yeah, you're, like, you're a busy, you're yeah. a busy man. Well, I, I wouldn't come, I try to, you know, I, I, I look, look like I am, but uh, no, it's, it's good. But anyway, I've rambled on about me for the last. 20 odd minutes. Well, I in, think uh, what's interesting me there, and I, I've never knowingly had COVID, so I can't, uh, I can't really comment, but any listeners, if I, I'm really, I'm finding this fascinating because I'm, I'm, I feel like this year I'm hearing more and more stories of people who are, who believe they've had COVID and are, are finding it more difficult to get back and they're struggling, not, you know, struggling is, is a, it may be in a broad, in a quite a wide range. Some people are just feeling like shit. Some people are really like yourself are like, not ill anymore, but just not quite there. So I'd be interested to know if any listeners have got any uh, any stories on 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 how long it's taken them, if they've taken a few months to get to get I back that, to yeah back to normal. Yeah. That'd be cool. It would be, and I think it's probably quite. I, there's not. I mean, from what I know, there's not enough information about like post long COVID or COVID in exercise. Certainly in running, from what I'm aware of, anyway. Um, but yeah, you know, I think it might give people a little bit of like maybe not reassurances but just a little bit of like we're you know we're maybe all in it together when it comes yeah. to how what what, 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 things. what type of covid did you have i don't know i don't know is there types of covid well there's like is it not like i mean this is a maybe a t- very much a 2021 COVID. question you've not got like uh omicron and beat uh, oh, it was one? the latest one it was uh four <laughs> it was the latest one it was the new Whatever that it was, was. It was it was the iPhone 13 of, of COVID. <laughs> yeah, that one. That's the guy. Right. Well, move, well, that was, I'm sorry to hear that, but I'm glad that you, anyway, you've got it done. Oh, yeah, right. Um, I just, small violins, and for, I'm sure everyone's playing them right yeah. now. So we're going to move on a bit. We're going to go from Kyle's Ultra, well, not even an Ultra, actually, no offence, Kyle, it's just a marathon. The phrase that I hate, just a marathon. But anyway, it's just a marathon, albeit in the hills in the heat. We're going to come back down to 5K and track because we're joined tonight by... Ross Cairns, who is a who's a well-known coach on the circuit um, up in up in Inverness, and also the race director of the um, of the Campus Five K, which is a five k that I don't think you've done it, Kyle. I've done it. I've done it a few years I've, ago. It's always in June or July. I haven't done it because I want to give other people a chance to right. you know, learn and stuff. You know, very very kind of you to do that. Um, so anyway, we're joined by Ross. So let me bring him in. Hello, Ross. Hello, how are you? I'm hey, good. How, how are you doing? Not too bad. You can hear us, yeah? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm looking at it. Like, I, I didn't get a chance to slag off what, uh, or comment on what Tommy was wearing today or what he wasn't wearing. Um, is that a pink zebra top or is that a Helly Hansen long sleeve? 
That is an old Helly Hansen long sleeve that oh, has been it. sewn as well. Oh, that's a that's a that's a retro look right there, Ross. That's class. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know they did them in that color. To be fair, I know. Yeah, it's, it's probably older than like you. A, it's, like a, it's like a black or brown, you know, uh, color. But that's. Uh, but oh, that's that's that. that's the man who wants to say, yeah, I run up hills, or I'm a. Do you have a pair of matching Ron Hill tracksuits to go with that, by any chance? For your, I used to track have a track side. stars as well with the loops. Oh, the the oh, yes, <laughs> yeah, they are, they are brilliant. You know, I remember when I was a kid, uh, when I ran for Forest Harriers, Doug Cowie, uh, he still <laughs> his uh, tracksters, and he and he used to always put his socks over his tracksters. So me as a junior, I would do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's Classic. brilliant my Vega tracksters it was you know the Vega ones oh, oh yeah Vega, yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Vega. My yeah, going back. we should get Vega on TRS as a sponsor <laughs> time we bring them back but, well anyway Ross thank you great to get you on thanks for joining us and uh, yeah we're really I mean firstly let's start with we're, we want to catch up on all your coaching news as well but let's start with the the headline that is this weekend's Campus 5k how, how is the how is the prep going for it it's actually been fairly simple this year. Um, I think we're all been up geared, ready to go for it. It's obviously come out of COVID. So um, numbers are about 70-odd over the two races. So I've got a wee inkling to maybe merge the two races together this time. That's the thing. On the 18-minute kind of mark, that I think would uh-huh. benefit being in the, in the mid-rank yeah. of the yeah. elite race. So, yeah, yeah but there, there's, it's... It's small for major races you would see down in Central Belt in terms of numbers, but um, I think I posted earlier on, I think you'll not clear the top 10 if you're under 15 minutes is, is 10th place. On the marathon. Yeah, uh, I think 20th is 16 and it just goes up in 10. Yeah. So, That's so really it's looking really good. Yeah. It's uh, it's disappointing about the, the numbers. Um, like what was the numbers the last? The last time, what were we on? We ran, then? if you remember, Kyle, we ran it in the midst of COVID with That's no right. spectators, and I yeah. think we got roughly the same numbers. Okay. I think anecdotally, I don't know uh, what it's been like in other events, although the Kilmarnock 10k, the Scottish one, had quite a lot of numbers in it. Yeah, but yeah, Kyle, you remember uh, Ben Romick 10k up in Forest, I think they had uh, like some 100 runners when yeah. that would traditionally get about a couple of hundred. Yeah, wow. so it seems to be the middle ranks don't appear to be there. Um, yeah. so guys, it would maybe be 20 minutes for a 5k, 40 minutes for a 10k. Maybe I've gone to a different sport or they're mm. just fancy their free time, but, yeah. but the real top end still there. Um, and I don't know if that's a frightener to folk because they don't want to go in a race that's going to go off pretty hard, but yeah. Um, that's the way we're. That's my kind of take on it. Anyway. Yeah. But you yeah. know, what? I, I I can't. I mean, I'm thinking back to the. I did it the year before COVID. How many did you have pre-COVID then? Because I always found it was a nice number. It was small enough that it felt like you were. It was. It had that feel feel of a serious race. You had the two heats, which I thought was great, but also big enough that you got a good race where you you know anywhere up to twenty minutes, to 20, 21 minutes yeah. or so. So what what were the numbers used to be like? 75 in each race, I think it was. Wow, is it that many? We, Blame me. Yeah, I think the first year we got 75 on the first race. I think we were about 50 on the second race. Um, but yeah, um, I think the second year we did it, it was round about the same 
type of numbers. The second race, the open race, is always lesser numbers mm-hmm. and a broader range of people that will run it. But yeah, I think we're around about that numbers. And and in terms of the course, you're going for the same format this year, same uh, yeah. same as last time, the three laps. So I've been dying to change it for about <laughs> two years. But last year I couldn't change it because the guy got COVID. The course manager. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this year they're actually they're building a big medical centre at the bottom of the campus, so they've got a water main in, and it's only just been tarred yesterday. So they're oh, going to run in right. a bit of new uh, footway. So I couldn't get it measured to get it. I want to pull the start down a bit and the finish yeah. on the main straight. So it's uh, just going to run nice. as usual. So yeah, okay. Um, but it's it's, it's, a, it's a great. It's like the. Me, me and Fiona were talking about last uh, last week. She was she's obviously very keen to to run next year and and enjoyed it in the past. But we're saying it's like the Scottish version of you know in Leeds there's that famous housing block where people mm-hmm. where like you always see Beth Potter and Johnny Brownlee and all these quick runners down there. The campus it seems to be this like it's it just it's where fast times happen in the north uh, yeah. northeast. Like it's a something magical about that that loop. Yeah, I was yeah. really worried last year because one of the bike uh, guys was last year shouted to me, "This is sub." Uh, 14 by the way and I was like just Jamie I think 250 to go just popped over the 14 oh. and 1402 uh-huh. and uh, I, you know like silver now I know silver now has got a wind and it generates that critical mass of people in May um, we'll never get to that kind of numbers but it's it's really really fast and it's to try and tell people right across the running community it is light and fast if the yeah. wind's down on on the campus and it's a the typical summer's night we get in Inverness which is 17 18 but not stiflingly hot mm-hmm. you can run some serious times on it yeah and what's I think what what's interesting though is it's great I mean obviously you mentioned Jamie it's great we see I mean him and Shiki essentially sees on the start Luca Fanatoli but it's really actually you've got Tom Humphreys on the borders as well but really it's it's a real Inverness Murray Metro Fraserburgh sort of field which is very yeah. cool to sort of have that like northeast showdown <laughs> yeah i mean the, the northeast clubs have been brilliant your club uh, metro aberdeen i think stonk uh, entries every year in terms of uh, i'd love to run a club race on it that's probably one oh, of the things I'd like to do. yes <laughs> now you're talking yeah uh, and well, you've we, all got we, to dive in the river so that if you if you if you fail if Murray gets beat by uh, Metro you've got to jump in the lock. Uh, <laughs> you know, we we used to, we we used to always come up in force originally because we were always so impressed the Inverness lads used to come for the beach 10k. So we saw it like an, a return leg. So maybe yeah. there's something yeah. in that between the 10k in Aberdeen and the 5k at the campus to have a, uh, a so, uh, uh, trophy. Look at that. So it's um. Like I mean that I think that entry entry wise I, I notice is tomorrow night the entries close. Um, I'm not sure when we get this podcast out, but uh, we'll we'll do. We'll get, we out to, we'll get out tomorrow. We'll get out tomorrow. We'll try and get like the last minute uh, push for for entries. Um, but I, I understand as well if you're wanting to merge the two races, you don't want a, a huge influx of runners. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm easy Ozzy. I just think the way the numbers are just now, you could do it. And yeah. I actually think it would benefit the front end of that second race. Yeah, um, and also yeah. just experience. I think for a lot of people, especially in the north of Scotland, they've maybe not been in races unless you've been the kind of Sean's and the Hamish's and the Kenny's and gone down to Central Belt and competed. So yeah. it'd be quite good to actually put a race on with 70-odd in it and say, well, mm-hmm. look, there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. See yeah. how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think I think the other thing is like you know park run is a, is not a race. It's it's a run, um, and it's not you know for, from my perspective, I don't treat a park run as a race. I run hard in it, but there's a different feel to a race than there is a, a park run. Um, I, you know, there's more emphasis. This is, I you know, you're going as fast as you can, uh, and 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 you've got a good park runs generally don't have the the field. Um, sometimes they mm. do. They don't have the conditions because they generally are at a park, and you know, other than like the beach, even then, you know, you're not you're not getting the best out of it because it's generally quite windy. Um, so uh, you know, this this event encompasses everything that usually park runs don't, and uh, it's a great opportunity to get personal best and and you know, a, an official five k personal best, which mm-hmm. which is hugely exciting as well, and. Uh, yeah, I've, I've never like Tom. You've done the race. I've not. I've not. I done have. It. Yeah, uh, I've done. It, I've, done it, I've done it twice. Yeah. Actually, I've done you it twice. twice. I PB twice. In fact, you yeah. know what? I think it's still yeah. my road PB that race, which I I really need to. I really want to come and correct it. Um, but I think to your point, Kyle. I think what is, I was out running last night with a few of the Metro guys, and was Chris Richardson, Rico. He was saying how um, he's he, we made a point about how we're talking about park runs, and he said he doesn't done many five Ks outside of park run. Because there's not that many, so it's so important that races like yours, Ross, are on the calendar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially when it comes to like power of ten and rankings and like, yeah, I mean park runs. Oh, it's a park run. It could be long, it could be short. It's not a really fast time, so it does push the standard up as well, which you can't do in a park run as well. So, no, I think it's it's really good. And so, what's uh, do do we have um, do we have any predictions or what's the you know who who oh, are the um, the star uh, we've, well, I'll, I'll say we'll, we've never had an Inverness winner, so that's me probably heaping massive pressure on Sean. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he seems to be in a purple patch, doesn't he? He's came off yeah. his marathon. Um, uh, he's done really well at 10K. Um, so I'll probably stump for Sean. Uh, uh-huh. Interestingly, um, I'm, I, I think I'll probably get a shout out to James Wilson. Um, he's not fine for well. maybe in the top three, but he's going to be. He's doing really, really well just now. He's yeah. starting to move now, um, mm-hmm. and out of the shadow of his brother in a nice way. I don't mean they're kind of ma- massive yeah. rivals, but it's great to see. And yeah. I think he could go under fifty. He puts his mind to it on oh, on nice. uh, Friday night. Yeah, yeah, because he ran fun. that. He ran a thirty-one forty something, didn't he? And um... yeah. And and you know we we usually call him uh, Kenny Wilson's brother, and that's it. He's, he's actually, you know, the way it's it's going yeah. is Kenny, putting it's him, in, putting him. We we like to put him in the shadow and here, Ross. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Even though he's far, he's he's uh, he's far taller than than Kenny is. So yeah, uh, yeah. No, I think so. What 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 are you thinking? Like the the winning time is going to be, you know, like that's I suppose it's course record of Jamie's. You know, Jamie's yeah, very so- much. Sean's put down 14.10 and so has Hamish. Um, Mm. It depends on the wind on the night. I think there's a little bit of a breeze, but there was last year and it just died down as soon as the sunset. So it just depends on a westerly um, on there. Um, But yeah, I think in and around that kind of window. It might go. The course record for the the men has gone every year. Yeah, wow. That's a start. um, 
but it's the pressure shot. Jamie Crow's left a good one hanging there, and that's it. Takes <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, it's let's see, let's see what happens. Eh? Yeah. And, and what be... about the the female side? Who's the the female contenders for the? So the... I think and this one it's not as strong, and I'm not sure why. Um, but I did wonder. I that. Think, yeah, Cat Fraser, I think, is the fastest ranked on about seventeen forty. Yeah, and then okay. there's kind of quite a lot of uh, I'm not sure of the names um, that local runners that are in and around the 18 minute mark okay. um, yeah. that I think are there. Um, I'm not quite sure why. Um, well, I mean, you, you coach circumstances as well. Well, I mean, as as a, as the man who coaches two of the fastest women in Scotland, where where are where are they? Where are Megan, <laughs> Megan and Mary? That's, what, we, I mean, that's what we want. To, that's what that's the what that's what we want to see at races like this. I think uh, I'm checking with Mary's at a wedding. All right. And, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. And I think Megan might pace. Um, okay. Teaser. Right. Yeah, she might go in for a pacing. Uh, if not, I think she might race the following week. So okay. it, it's just it's holiday time. Um, quite ah, a lot okay. of people have missed me and said, look, it's holiday time. We're, we don't really get a choice of the date. It comes out of mm. the university that, and the owner's group of the campus. And it's normally this Friday coming or the, the, the Friday after. So we've okay. gone out a week earlier this year. So a lot of people, I think with COVID, not getting a holiday for a couple of years, have just mm. jumped on the plane um, this weekend and are away. So maybe that's been a, a thing to it. But yeah, so sorry. No, so they're, they're, those two are... Uh, uh, they're not in the mix. But you know what? You say something there which reminds me, I think, and it's what I love about the race as well, Friday night. I'm a, such a big fan of Friday night races. It's a very cool way to start the weekend. You get a race in. Yeah, you might have to, tra- if, even for Aberdeen, we've got to travel up to Inverness. We get back a bit late. You've got your full weekend and you've got a fast running, which is, I really, I think it's great. There should be more of that. And it's like, we see that with, is it um, Brian Goodwin, 10K in yeah. Glasgow? The Beach 10K in Metro has now moved to Friday. So that that's, uh, I think that's cool. And do you see any, do you see any local feedback on that? People do think, or don't like that? Yeah, I think people, nighttime races are really good. And I think there was chatting about, I'm trying to see if I can shoehorn in a 10K at some point into it. Wow, same, um, same loop? Say, well, we'd be out into what we would call our retail park. There's, there was a bus link put in about a year and a bit ago, which has opened that up. Oh, wow. Um, a little bit of a bump in it, That's but I think it would still be fast enough. Interesting. Um, and I've always thought about putting a night 3K on it, a bit like your Armagh, um, oh. but just stay within the loop uh, rather than go out on the main road. Um, but it's just, there's quite a lot of building work going on just now. It's to say she's only six years old as a campus. Yeah. So we just have to get all these uni buildings all built out and then she'll settle down a bit and we can yeah. we can start to plan for things. Yeah. That'd be great, you know, just build like a, build upon what Amara have got as well. And uh, like, I mean, people travel for that. Like, yeah. no one's because they know if I was to go there, I, I'm going to get dragged along, pulled along here. Why? Why can't Inverness have that? You know, yeah. it's got an airport. It's got it's got a railway. It's, I'm waiting for one of my juniors to pass their driving test because I love that Armagh with the two lads in the car with the boot open with oh, their that's mobile phone. <laughs> That's just the most classic thing ever. <laughs> uh, I was just, just uh, you need the young ones to go and burp their phones and get that to work. But I think that'd be really good. Well, I tell you what. Speaking of young ones, you've got. I see you've got a uh, uh, two of your own in the race as well. Uh, on the start yeah. list. Yeah. Aye. So um, 
Yeah, one of his, he's 18 tomorrow. So it's, is uh, he? Wow. Uh, what scary. a way to celebrate. A pint on, uh, the, <laughs> pint on the Wednesday and then a 5k on the Friday. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, and I think the other one's out at a party. So it's, uh, okay. it's, it's just the way it is. It's, uh, uh, you get to 16 and 18. So, they're, yeah, they're running. It's good to see. There's quite a lot of the groups running. So, um, it's it's just one of the things you get when when you put a race on the north. It's kind of nearly everyone will just go and out and do it. So yeah, yeah. So so maybe moving on more to your uh, great to get you on to the race, but as a coach as well. And you meant you sort of mentioned the group, and we're I think everyone knows your the success you've seen with you know great results with uh, with Megan over the last few years, two time TRS runner of the year, of course, and her greatest accolade. How how is that group? Because we hear we only hear good things, and it sounds such an exciting time for. For that group in Inverness, so who who's in the group and 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 the kind of how are you, how is it set up and structured? Um, the, the group's predominantly a junior group, so we've probably myself um, and um, Paul Davidson, uh, uh, basically assistant coach, and we've probably taken that group probably since they were in under thirteens. So it's an, oh, wow. an evolution of the group. Um, yeah. And so they've gone through the system. So you hear they're 18 and 16, and, and now you, some of them are at university and things like that. So it's it's migrated through from there. Um, obviously, Megan and Mary get get the headlines in terms of of um, the, the kind of abilities. I mean, Megan, she's 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 one of the, she's like a generational talent. Um, she's just um, Kyle on the word dad uh, and Alec. She's she's just an aerobic monster um, yeah. wow. and uh, uh, just uh, so grounded as a kid um, as well, so humble, um, nothing phases her and they always kind of say like athletics is 80% in the head and 20% physical. Uh, she, you know, you, you see her stand on the start line in Dublin smiling and laughing and joking and, and things <laughs> like that. She's deadly serious but she yeah. she has that level-headedness to her which is, is, is really good. Um, terms of the group it's mixed so it's mixed gender it always has been since since they were young yeah. and development although we've had quite a lot of success and I, I know people can take this with a pinch of salt but development over performance right the way through the juniors um mm-hmm. so it's nice to have if you have a right good performance but it's not a need to have um but it's a critical mass of athletes in the north of scotland so the 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 guys feed off the girls and the girls feed off the guys. And, and yeah. so we put sessions on there. It's, you know, it's, they, they, they both go into it with, you know, their best pals and they're, they, they enjoy it. And they turn up to training and it's, that's the kind of first thing is just getting that consistency from them. But they, they turn up twice a week, then it's three times a week and they just go through that. And uh, I think that's kind of where it's been, but it's, I used to have 41, believe it or not. Wow. Um, um, 41 group. juniors yeah and then covid hit and a lot of them are moving away and there's a huge basically megan's year uh megan took a year out so only went to uni september of last um there was a big group uh, and really interesting female athletes that um actually went through that system with us and we managed thankfully to retain them because it's really hard to retain female athletes in our sport um, yeah. and so they all went off to uni so the group got a little bit smaller uh, but great to see I mean I pop in at a park run um, 
and uh, you know meet athletes that are that were in the group and they're training with like Sophie Young training with Central and and uh, oh, you know cool. athletes like that and it's it's really good that they're they're they can come back home but yeah. they're they're part of the of the whole setup but yeah so I'd say it's about 15 16 athletes a mix it's not just Inverness uh, clubs I coach athletes from other clubs as well um, and it's just taking a long-term approach with the guys and girls so that's kind of how, uh, how I've dealt with it yeah, yeah. so mm. it's good yeah it's, it's, it's so exciting yeah, it's amazing. Like I'm, you know, now that I'm not a, a forest harrier and I'm, you know, I'm not based in forest anymore. It's uh, I do get FOMO watching some of, you know, some of the sessions, and I know like, you know, it's it's a bit of an open ticket when it comes to some of your sessions too. You know, I, I know obviously you organise you guys mm-hmm. um, with Paul and Rogan. You organise some like north training sessions and things like that. And I I know like obviously Mary and and Megan, you know, they've all they all take part in those sessions and Kenny and things. And it seems to just be like a, from, from an outside perspective, looks like a really good like community up there, you know, of, mm-hmm. of athletes and, and ones that are willing not only to compete against each other, but to work and train together. Uh, I think it's, it's really, really good to see. And I think a lot of people can take a lot from that. Cause I think what I, what I've noticed in the past uh, is, you know, in, not certainly in Aberdeen anyway, like we, we, we always, some, some of us tend to just stick with our own clubs and not train with other people around the city. And mm-hmm. I've always kind of thought, why, you know, what, 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 why, you know, like you're, you're just diluting the, the people that you can run with because not everyone's available at the same time. We're yeah. a little bit older, you know, and we, uh, you know, we, from, from my perspective, I, I certainly see a, a huge, um, you know, improvement and positive insight when I run with other people and get pulled along. So uh, that's not really a question, though. But my, I suppose <laughs> my question is like, um, you know, what do you, you know, what what do you think, what do you think like other groups can do? Um, you know, if a club is and a coach is listening to this, like, what do you say? Like, what, what do you think that they, they should do as a as a coach, Tim? get their athletes to, to that level or to that next level do you, or I think generally yeah it's from the north of Scotland point of view it's so tough because you're maybe out of the limelight of the larger clubs so if you don't work together generally you're at a slight disadvantage and I think um, certainly uh, the, the, the endurance sessions put on with, with and it was Paul Rogan that took lead in that one um, you know fantastic great to do and and it's i think when you see all the athletes turn up to it and they're all keen to do it i mean the lads that i coach that are all in the under 20s look up to carol's lads so james and kenny mm. and you and that and you know I, you know their eyes are open when they go and do joint sessions with them sometimes yeah and it's the same with um you know the guys come through and you've got megan and mary and it's the kind of um all right would you train them with them and then they realize well look their ability is that we're going they're going to be near enough at the front and so that pushes those guys on as well and I think maybe advice to, to coaches out there is and I only really have much experience in the junior ranks is that whole principle that it's it's really about understanding that juniors you know 
juniors is great if you're if you've been successful, but that's not really the end game. Um, it's seniors. Mm-hmm. Is, we want a critical mass of athletes in the senior ranks, regardless of what level they arrive at in the senior ranks. Yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of the way we are built. Um, I think enjoyment, you've got to make it fun. It's not got to be like, you know, it, not serious enough. But I think if you have athletes coming back to sessions on a Saturday, you put on or your own sessions, you leave things kind of open door. Um, so that people can jump into your sessions, then um, I think you create an environment that people just want to be in. And from that, you get a little bit of performance and a little bit of consistency, which leads you on to, I want a little bit more of this. And then it it goes on and on and on. And I think that's kind of my advice. I I don't have any idea of what how the Central Bell or the other clubs run because, you know, I wasn't a runner when when I was younger. Um, and it's it, I've only really have experience up in the north of Scotland, but so I don't know what the draw and the pool is in big cities, but yeah. um, generally um, our guys it, it's they want they want to be as best they can be. Uh, it's not really about hunting power of ten rankings. I don't really have athletes like that, but the, I know there is athletes out there that that's the whole reason they exist. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But I think you said something you said there. I think is so important is that sort of role modelling, and yeah. I think that it's something that um, I think a lot of senior athletes, you know, and that's I'm looking at guys who are 25 plus. They are not. They are the guys who are setting that example for the people who come in, and they need to be. Yeah, they need to. I think it's important that they, they work hard and show what you can do with hard work, but also set that welcoming welcoming um, welcoming environment so the guys who are coming through the it's having that, uh, I remember a few years ago when Fiona went down to the track um, in Aberdeen and didn't really know any of the juniors and, they, and she was quite amazed as to, they were impressed just because she was the Baker Hughes winner from that year. And it was, mm-hmm. she was quite like, actually, yeah, you are, we are as senior athletes and I, well, not me, but Fiona and Kyle, yeah. these athletes are people who are setting examples and it's, I think you've got that, that entices people to continue on in the, in the club scene and it's, it's a difficult balance. We, at Metro, we've had, I'm certainly no coach, but we've had the seniors and the juniors are quite separated. And I wonder, I often worry that that you need to have some kind of link so that there's yeah. that to keep that conveyor belt going. Yeah. I, I mean, I think senior athletic, the problem we always had in the north of Scotland is quite a lot of our athletes went to university and disappeared. And so they had their senior life maybe in the central belt. Uh, I yes. think as the university, um, opportunities get better in the north of Scotland and mm. university is not the be all and end all um, so there's mm-hmm. apprenticeships and all that there's a lot more people staying on um, and I think that will be a benefit probably over the next five to ten years but yeah mixed groups mixed gender groups um, start off I mean um, when I first started coaching it was Keith Geddes at the club in Inverness that said, I've got a group of athletes that don't really want to do track. Can you just take them out for a run? And that's what we did. We, we just took them out for a run and then started to get a little bit more serious. And your, you know, your, your guys that have gone on to win national medals were the kids that were, who weren't going to do much on the track. They're just going to go out for a run. And it's a case of... Well, what really enthused them about being in athletics, which was for a 14-year-old kid, 13-year-old kid running around. I remember doing one 
running around Inverness looking at the Christmas lights in the house houses. And that's how it start, that's how it started. But they that's were cool. so they were so young kids going, I'm allowed out of the track and we're now running yes at yellow vests on all the PPE that you have to wear and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it was like giving them a little bit of responsibility, right? And that's how it started. And when we predominantly trained off track for oh, three or four years and only coming on the track in the summer. So you can start any group and get to any level as long as there's enough enthusiasm about it. That's mm. basically it. Um, I don't think talent comes into it, although, you know, you will get athletes that are undoubtedly a talent. But mm. um, I think, you know, if there's enthusiasm there, the drive that's there, then doing things at the right thing at the right time is, is the best thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what's what's next then for if we you know we can't help ask for Megan is a real favourite of ours. What's next for Megan? What's on her? Uh, what's she got coming up this summer and, and through the into the winter? So I think the early part of the season was really about posting as good as we could get to a five k time. Um, she was only nineteen going on twenty, so going for the commies time would have been a really nice thing to have. But yeah. we're no wanting a nineteen year old, twenty year old to go there and then crowd out in the heat. So yeah, um, yeah. it's a case of we got within seven seconds of it, which was fab. A um, little bit of downtime now. She works uh, for a, a kind of charity organisation in Burness. So that's just started back this week. She has a chance of a podium 5K uh, nice. next week or the week after. Um, it's one of Chris Barnes's ones down in Barraford itself because he's been all over the place with, with some of his ones. Yeah, I've seen um, yeah. So there's that, and then we're dropping down. Um, I don't know if he's caught our time for the 3,000 at Crown Point, but it was 9.06. Oh, Jesus. And yeah, that was all. <laughs> her and Belle Simpson were flying out to uh, Finland um, about two days later. They were racing on the Wednesday or the Thursday night of that week. So I don't think they were full gas. Wow. So. Because uh, I was joking because say Steve Doig laughed. He said, we've got to get our tactics right because he's told Bell to stick with Megan and I told Megan to stick with Bell. <laughs> <laughs> so they totally cancelled each other out on that particular race. So it's, uh, yeah, the two them, yeah, the two of them went off to, to run in Espoo in Finland, um, nice. which was uh, uh, to run a 5,000 there. Yeah, we, we did it because oh, that's cool. the the under-23s next year, track and field champs, is in Espoo in Finland. So we had the choice oh. of that or Watford. So we thought, right, development over performance, go over and see yeah. what it's like. So, um, so yeah, so that's it. So she'll probably, I think her purple patch just now is 3,000 metres. Um, but I'm going to drop her down at 1,500. She's got a bit of wheels at the moment. So I think... Interesting. Um, so just see how that goes. And then um, she starts back uni for second year again in September. Um, so that's kind of that'll be Megan's journey over the the, the, the next three or four months. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, exciting. That's uh, that was great. It's such a, it's great to see the great. It's great to follow how she's getting on, and it's uh, yeah, it's, it's just amazing. A real inspiration to the to us all. And and yeah. I suppose you know without we haven't really chatted too much about you know I, I've known you for, for many many years, and um, mm-hmm. and what's you know what's it look like for you as a coach? Uh, you know, you're you're obviously a busy guy as well. Like, you know, what's your your sort of week look like from a coaching perspective and a life perspective <laughs> as well? Is that <laughs> uh, it's um, 
I think coaching it's not for the it's not for the faint-hearted. Yeah, uh, you've got but you've got a bit of a tough skin to be a coach, um, and especially juniors, um, yeah. because I might slightly differ from quite a lot of coaches or a lot of of, of maybe philosophies, which is I might not think that going for the junior type of stuff is is the way to go. I'll always go longer longer term. Yeah. Um, so there's a kind of you might have a battle of wills with some some athletes and some coaches and obviously with the younger ones, parents involved and things like that as well. But my typical week is I work at the university in Inverness. Yeah. So um, I work in part of the architecture department there. So it's, it's, it's full on with students there. And then I survive on training peaks and phone calls. Like, and, uh, <laughs> like the athletes do. <laughs> uh, and the, yeah, I mean, when I was, I'm 47 now, but I mean, I used to, used to be able to do the pacing, uh, I know that still terrorises Mary because I remember when Mary was young, <laughs> it was Sean, Mary, and Stephen, and I would still be able to pace. She <laughs> used to get the complaints about a lap to go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but it's uh, it, it's it's busy. It, it's but it's nice. I obviously I have athletes, uh, you know, all over the place. But I think um, yeah, training peaks is a really good. Good thing to do catching up with them trying to bring them as get together as much as possible and then there's the group based in Inverness so we're uh, Tuesday Thursday Saturday um, but it's it's about the athletes taking ownership of their training as well you know what I mean so it's um, it, it, it's guiding them and making sure that they're, they're doing the right things um, but I'll give them enough flexibility and it's been a really couple of windy couple of months so you might look at a session and go, you know, all good sessions written pencil and go, we're not doing that tonight. We'll do something yeah. else. Yeah. So it's, but it's hectic. <laughs> imagine it would be, yeah. Well, I mean, no, I mean, I guess it's a good for you. I mean, the amount of time you put in, that's, it's amazing. And it's, I think it's, a, it's guys like you who are driving the performance in Scottish athletics. It's, you know, the, you know, it's, I know that, that it doesn't, um, it, it certainly doesn't go unnoticed. It's uh, amazing. Yeah. yeah. So before you go, we, we're going to ask you some quickie questions. I'm sure you may have. Sure. Have, <laughs> we'll, keep, we'll keep it. We'll keep it clean. Uh, so the the first one I've got is, we, in fact, what what was going to favorite shoe? Let's just go for a random one. We know what your favorite base layer is. So what's your favorite shoe? <laughs> yes. So it's the toy name for our training group because we were the, for a time we were the anti vaporfly. So it's the fourteen hundred V six New Balance. Oh uh, yeah, the old racing fly. <laughs> <laughs> Class. Um, so you're obviously you're, we're going to approach you here as a coach rather than athlete. Uh, I'm afraid. What's your favourite session to hand out as a coach? What do you love watching athletes do? All right. Um, I quite like the good old-fashioned six or eight by a K. Nice. I, I like that. Especially if it's on the track and a windy night. They love that. <laughs> brutal. Brutal. That is brutal, isn't it? Holy moly. Uh, because uh, obviously, no, you run evening, run, and morning saunter. Oh, evening. I'm too lazy. <laughs> <laughs> what is your post race treat? And that can be as a after your own race or when your athletes have, have done well. What's your post race treat? I am ashamed of this one because I don't know why I ended up buying them. It's got to be a chicken and mushroom pot noodle. 
honestly. <laughs> that is the, <laughs> honestly. That is the that is I've got to say that is the one of the most unimpressive tweets we've had on here. <laughs> when you your, said chicken and mushroom, I was I was getting set. I thought you were going to say chicken and mushroom. Um, I like ginsters. Uh, ginsters. That was that was already low in my est- estimates. And when it turned into a pot noodle, oh dear. <laughs> It's wild, bad. <laughs> uh, what who's your favourite? Like, are you a running hero or are you a sporting hero? If, if you oh. might not mind it. Running hero. Uh, yeah. I when I was younger, I loved Daily Thompson. Ah, yeah, okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I loved Daily Thompson. Yeah, because I watched used to watch superstars as well, and and uh, nice. the, he was always good at brilliant ten different sports. He was great. Yeah. I like Daily Thompson. Yeah, nice. Um, what is I mean again as, as an athlete or as a coach what is your worst race experience anyone that knows me knows that I have absolutely zero aerobic ability um, <laughs> lights out after two minutes um, so I managed to run the last 12k national cross and I, get, I had to do it because all the juniors were doing it at Falkirk <laughs> And I just made it round the corner before Callum Hawkins was finishing. Oh, right. <laughs> so I was a full 4K lap behind. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, that was brutal. That is, yeah. I bet it was you a muddy hear, one. And could, you must have, could you hear him coming down? You must have heard that, the, the cheers as he approached. Yeah, Brian Burnett was in full swing. <laughs> I must have been this idiot in a Harriers top kicking <laughs> a lap to go so I wouldn't get lapped by him. <laughs> Excellent. The final one I've got is um, what's uh, if you were to do a beer mile, I don't know if you've ever done one before, but what time do you think you could do? In a ultra. A beer mile. Oh, uh, beer mile, sorry. Woof. Under seven minutes, I'd say. Nice, nice. nice. Uh, yeah. We need to, Are we talking like, pints here or is it balls? Is it, is it the oh, cheap American version? No, no, it's Queen, Queen's Rules. Pints. Right. <laughs> nice. Uh, Under seven. Yeah. You know, we need to, we keep saying this. I need to go back and listen to all these old episodes and have a, have a, like a top gear. It's like the top gear lap, you know, we're going to put you in that. It doesn't have to be back to an ending, just where you think you are. Right. That's, it's under seven. That's, that's good going. I think, we're, I think Chris Richardson I still needs up, it. I think that's up there. But I when think the, it, yeah. Most people shoot for a He's actually legit done one in 6.52. As long as I'm getting carried in the last mile, I'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole thing. That's it. Well, oh, Ross, good. thank you so much for coming on. Great to catch up. And uh, yeah, really excited to, to keep an eye on these uh, on the results that are coming on Friday. I hope the, the, the evening goes well and, and without, uh, without any hitches. Sure. Yeah, hopefully. Aye. That's been great. Good. Thanks, guys. It's good to catch up with you, Ross. Cheers. Yeah, good. Yeah, you should need, you need to sign up for this race. I know. You. Next year, <laughs> next year, right? We're going to both be there next year. No, yeah, I'm back. Kyle's shortening up. We'll both be there. No, right, it's brilliant. Thanks, there's guys. A, deal, eh? a virtual deal. Done. <laughs> Thanks, Ross. <laughs> See you later. Bye. 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 Cheers. Up. Fantastic. Thank you, Ross, for coming on. Such a nice bloke, Ross. And yeah, great. Great to hear what he's doing coaching, but the, the Canvas 5K. And, you know, if I, 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 
I'm I'm not fit at the moment. But when I when I realised I was coming back and I saw it was happening, I did have a half a thought about getting involved. But ugh, I'm not it's going. A, I'm not going um, to manage to trot around in 22 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm getting a bit of FOMO as well. Like now that I'm not, I'm not like running ultras at the moment. I'm like ah. I'd love to just do something like a fast, you know, because looking at I'm looking at that field going, I mean, I'm not gonna, I would struggle to get 16, but just being able to just run with other people, you know, who you're not in no man's land when you're you know, when you're in a doing a park run, generally you're no man for me anyway. I find them in no man's land or someone just ahead of you or behind you or yeah, whatever, but in there you're just gonna. It's going to be someone you can just pull, get pulled along by. It's uh, it's good. So, uh, but but anyway, well, yeah, like you say, it's been it's great to catch up with Ross. Um, we were just I was rambling on about all my excuses. So uh, before we before Ross came on the show, so how many excuses did you get there? So I I wrote when you said I'm going to make excuses, I ins- I quickly wrote down one, two, three, four, six excuses that I thought six you were going to make. Only, you only used five of them to be fair uh, to you. <laughs> what was that for? So, so I went, the number one, what I put up, which is a no-brainer, COVID. Bingo, <laughs> check. Number one, not enough training. Bing. <laughs> number three, the weather. So yeah, the heat, I'll take that one. Number four, uh, actually number four, I didn't get. Uh, I'm sorry, I was four out of six. Pacing, I didn't get that. I thought you were going to say you'd gone too hard. Clothing, you mentioned the hat. So I'm going to take that one, no hat. And I didn't, you didn't hit the nutrition. So I was only four out of six there, unfortunately. My, my, my nutrition was fine. I was well, exactly. Yeah. I wondered whether that'd be something you'd mentioned, but no, you were okay. It's fine. I, I, I probably, if anything, I ate too much at the head stations. <laughs> so I think that's something we should, we should do more on, on TRS and also on your own listeners on your, your Tuesday club nights. When you're out running with someone who's coming back from a post race, when they start debriefing you on the race in your head, Pick out, forget about sex, pick out four excuses. And if they all check, <laughs> it's excuse bingo. <laughs> house. <laughs> just shout house randomly. They'd be like, what? It'd be a, it'd be a, if you're on a club and you hear someone shout house, you'll just know that they've been, like, A, you'll be delighted at those. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you'll B, you'll know that someone's griping about their, their race. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, well, well, what about you then? Let's let's move on on to you. How are you? How are you getting on? We kind of, you know, is there any? We I know from my perspective where you're at, but have you um, any improvements with with the running side? I mean, you're you you are running, which is always a good sign. Yeah, I'm running. I mean, so in a nutshell, this is the sort of the frustration bit of as we said is getting the diagnosis. So saw the doctor in France about six weeks ago. He said you've got a hernia. Went to see a consultant about who he referred to about two weeks later. He says, uh, you've got a tiny hernia. We're not going to operate on it. So I was a bit like, I don't know what to do. I knew by then I was coming back to Scotland about two weeks later. And I thought, oh, I'm not going to start getting into surgery or food or all that in France and push it through. So I'll wait till I get back. So I've seen the doctor in, in, in Aberdeen since I've been back. You don't have a hernia. I'm like, oh, right. God. Okay. So that's great. On one hand, it is good. It's good news. I don't have a hernia. But why is one side of my sort of ingredient, as you call it, I've, I've looked up on a, on a, uh, a human, whatever you want to call it, map. That's not the wrong word I know. But anyway, I know that's where that, that's sore. And it's sore on one side and it's sore after, it gets sore after a run. And when I set up, it's sore. Anyway, so I had a really good chat with her. So she's saying uh, it's, it might just be, it might be a strain. It might be a tear. But then I've, I've done very little running in the last six weeks. You know, I've run, I can count on one hand, I think, the number of times I've run in six weeks, including three weeks of no running. So I'm struggling to think it's a strain that wouldn't have healed. 
So I'm anyway, I'm gonna go and see a physio. I'm back and everything now, so I can go and see the old uh James Cruikshank physio run. Um friend of the show, great physio. So I'll see what James has got to say. Hopefully he'll nudge me in the right direction. Um and if I can, I'd honestly I'm I'm getting to that point where uh hopefully physio has something. Um but I think you know what it's like, listen to what it's like. You just get yourself so you know, you're sort of annoyed that you can't I I would I'm ready to I mean I'm ready to do what I need to do. Like given the exercises, but when I try and do a setup or a plank, it's sore. So I'm not going to strengthen yeah. the core. Doesn't feel like the right thing to do. Maybe it's something else that's uh, that's it that's causing it. There's a weakness elsewhere. But you know what's funny though? I'm going out now, and I went out last night. Um, I went out on Friday actually. I ran with Rico for uh, for 10k, and I went out last night with him and Ben and uh, Ben Ward Rumbier. And it was it's great to start running with the boys here again. But it's a funny lack of conditioning. Like we were running not that quick last night, and this morning yeah. my calves are in bits, <laughs> and it's just conditioning. It's not, you know, it's uh, it's very uh, very bizarre. And also, I'm annoyed that I'm back and I can't just jump straight back into session. So, um, my all our stuff is in transit back from France. So I'm hoping my bike will be back soon, so at least I can get. Uh, I was on the mountain bike on Sunday, but I'm hoping to get back on the road bike soon. And I'm I am hoping to build back up. And I've decided that my goal is to do you know what? i started off saying to the boys my goal is to count at the east districts uh, nice. for metro but then i thought to myself today that's a silly thing to do to have a goal that depends on other people is ridiculous because what if everyone has an amazing run yeah that then and there are seven or eight really good guys at the club at the minute so why would i set a goal like that so my goal is to have a good strong run at the national course at the sorry wow, the district district champs and see how it goes I've got various things going on uh, in, the, in the next few months, so I'm 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 not going to pick an autumn race as such. If I can get a few park runs or something, and maybe find a 10k, great. But try and pick away at the cross country champs. Cross country. It should be to beat me. I have a, a little. Well, uh, I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to say, but yeah, awkward. <laughs> that's the objective. <laughs> that's what you want to say, like really well, deep. Down. We're no, going to line up. Uh, well, again, uh, those those sort of park run. Well, you Riverside Park one, yeah, that, that would be where we should do a showdown. But again, I, I, goals like that are not that useful, are they? Because yeah, let's be honest, yeah, and, yeah, I, I get you, you get yourself into great shape again. There's no way I'm touching you. Yeah. So uh, it's, uh, although here's a race for you. I'm not doing it because uh, there's no way I'm going to get around it. But it's the the site of one of our old the showdowns coming up. Ben Rennes Hilltop, the Ben Rennes Oh, I see that. It's a couple of weeks' time. You, you fancy it? Uh, Jill Stevens, the race director these days, I think. Is so, she? Yeah, yeah. I, I did not know that. From that area, so um, yeah, she took it, took it, took the reins on after uh, my old club mate Graham Bartlett, uh, who used to organise the race. So yeah, that is brutal. That is a brutal race. Honestly, is, I mean, capital savage. B. Capital B, savage. capital S, savage. Yeah, and it was. Oh, that was a hot day. That was a, it was a, it's, it's a, but you know, it's a, I think it's a sign of the race. I'm really proud to have done it. Yeah. I'm really pleased to have done that race. I've talked about so many races on here that I want to do. And that's one of the ones that I'm like, it's any a club runner. Race, it? yeah. uh, it's amazing. Club runners in Scotland, if you're a road runner, hill runner, cross country runner, whatever, get yourself in shape and get yourself and sign up and do the, regardless of what ability you are, get yourself, train for it, do the Benrinus five tops. It's a brilliant race. It's got everything. It's got it's amazing views. Going up Ben Rennes itself is class. It's a uh, Highland Games. It's just it's it's an, I mean it's long. I was out. Well, I mean it's 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 a big effort. It's worth. It earns the beers. It's class. It really is. Look at that selling it right there, folks. You, you give it a shot. 
You'd be you'd be mad not to. Eh? You would be mad not. To. I think it's um. When is it? Is it not like when's the last last weekend of July? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Been the still race. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, and it's on the Saturday. It's part of the Highland Games, the Dufton Highland Games. Uh, Saturday the 30th of July. So there you go, folks. Um, brilliant. You. Well, I hope, well, fingers crossed you get back into it then. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to to a, a, a cheeky wee showdown. Maybe that'll. Maybe I think that'll, that'll be yeah. too short, too too long, too soon. I, I think so. Um, but yeah, one certainly something will whet my appetite. I think for me anyway, I'm I'm just gonna go into the you know races and just enjoy running, not worry about where I position. I'm not I've got a uh, you know what's the word um I'm not like I was before if I get beat by a certain person or I'm gonna cry about it. I'm I'm just like now at the moment I'm like yeah I'll just run because I, I want you to like enjoy it. Quite, quite right. Yeah uh, if I race myself fit some people do that. Uh, it works. Also, I, I got myself fit at the start of the year by doing park runs. I mean, honestly, yeah. I went to that. And again, I, I don't, I'm not, so, I do believe you should put in hard work, but I was amazed that for that, particularly that first 10K I did in Aubergineville, um, the one winner with the mental field, which obviously helped. I know that. But I, I did like five or six park runs at the start of the year, got me, just took, gave me a base fitness and I sharpened up with some sessions. So, um, yeah, anything is any. I mean, I'm I think that's another thing. People over, I think, over obsess about the session, Definitely. and I've done that in the past. I cringe when I think back. I've, I rocked up to like there's a group doing like six by K, and I'm like, oh, I'm doing three by two K. And I, and I, okay, I know that there is specificities, but I'm like, why am I why looking back, cringing, thinking I'm doing three by two K on my own when the whole group are doing six by K because I've got that <laughs> written down in some yeah. schedule I've got. I mean, there's, uh, just getting out and Getting a session with the group will give you that extra extra bit. So. Yeah, I, I completely get you there. Yeah. But you know, what? instead of um, instead of talking about our races, which we can maybe do, uh, we can maybe dive into that in the next couple of weeks. There have been quite a lot of races since we've been gone. Now, the three that I've got, I was quite keen to talk about. Well, British champs, Euro Mountain champs, and the West Highland Way, or the Euro off off trail, whatever it's called, champs. It's had a weird name. It was new to me anyway. British champs, Euro trail, Euro off trail, and the West Highland Way. What do you want to talk about first? Well, you forgot my race. I was well, organising. That's on the notes. That's on the notes. That's more of a news item than a. That is a news item. Yeah. Well, let's well let's talk about the. Well, let's talk about the West Island Way because that's one I've always wanted to do. Uh, I've not done it this year. Thank God I didn't sign up because. Uh, <laughs> 95 miles and <laughs> the way I feel. Oh my God! Brutal. You uh, still should do it one day though. You need I do. To do I that. really, I really do want to do it. Maybe we'll see. We'll see how things go. But uh, yeah, I think I'll, I'll look if I'm feeling. I'll see how I'm feeling the next sort of few months and see, you know, see what I'm going to do. But what about you? Like, what, do you what you, you said you're going to do it one day? I mean, well, no, yeah. I think I think you'll I think you'll find. Uh, I said I would do the Highland Fling one day. <laughs> then I'll see. <laughs> anyway, let's get the results. Um, now I, I don't actually have them. Yet. Typically, Kyle has not checked them for a while. Uh, have you got the link there? I do. Let me put it into the into the chat for you. So the West Island Way, which was it must be two or three weeks ago now, was it? Yeah, it was. It would have been the same weekend as um, Mozart. Ah, that's right. That's right. It was the same weekend as Mozart. Because I did wonder whether you were uh, whether that was why you were in Mozart just to to dodge it. Um, exactly. So that was. The, yeah. The. Um, 
actually, damn it, there was a page, this is classic TRS, the page I've got only goes up to 2019. Where are they? Here we go. No, I've got them now. I've got them now. Um, I think I've got them now. I'm looking for them too. Holy moly. This is, uh, we were doing so well. We were doing so, so well. And do you know what annoys anyway. me? We've got the other one. I, I think we've got all the other I've, ones. I've got them here too. Okay, good man. Well, well, so your winner, I, I mean, I, I do know the winners. I just want to give them the the respect uh, they, they so deserve when it comes to the times and things. Uh, but your man for the, I think this is his second win in the bounce, uh, is Rowan Boswood, Carnethy Hill Racing Club, in 15 hours and 9 minutes and 49 seconds, taking the win there. Um, so, yeah, a, a, a huge lead, interestingly, uh, by... It's an hour, yeah. An hour, a whole hour, uh, from Robbie Dunlop of Dundee Roadrunners uh, in 1609-56. And uh, your man, Billy Gibson, was took the third position, Dundee Hawk Hill, uh, in 16 hours and 39 minutes. So well done uh, to Billy. And your your female winner is uh, Lynn Allen. So Lynn Allen is your your first, your, your winner for the West Highland Way in 18 hours and... 46 uh, minutes and 26 seconds. So Lynn was on the, the team with me um, at the, um, what do you call it, at the Anglo-Celtic Plate, 100k. So great run from her. She's recovered clearly well. And uh, your second place is, this is a name I've come across, is Saki Nakamura, um, Westerlands Cross Country Club in 18 hours and 59. So not far behind Lynn, so a huge Certainly a huge talent uh, from from her side anyway. And uh, uh, a friend of the show who was also sporting her tartan running shorts is Jacqueline McIntyre as well, uh, who got the the third position, 12th overall in 19 hours and 22 minutes and 52 seconds. So well done to to Jackie. And uh, yeah, great to see you sporting the the, the TRS shorts as well. And uh, a, a previous um a previous participant uh in the money way ultras as well so uh yeah great run from from jackie there as well so there you go that's your that is your top that is your overall results for the west end of the way now um yeah it's it's, it's probably the certainly the staple event in 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 the ultra scene in um in in scotland so uh in, interestingly you know this there's always a lot of last, you know, dropouts in the race. And uh, I think we had 155 dropouts and I think they usually limited to only 300 spaces. So it just shows you like, you know, how many people have either had to pull out or, you know, or not even get to the start line. So every every race calendar at the moment is just getting absolutely hit by uh, participants not being able to, to take part or, uh, in these races. So... Yeah, awesome. There you go. Well, so short, next so race, Tommy. We'll, we'll shorten up and we'll go to the British Champs, which is uh, which was the 25th of June, so another one we've missed. I'm going to start with the what is a full Scotch affair, the men's 1500, and it was a 1-2-3. Amazing. Absolutely amazing to watch. Um, win for Jake Whiteman. Jake, I mean, what a time to be to be informed with the, the Worlds and the, the Commonwealth coming up. So Jake Whiteman for the win. Uh, second place, Neil Gurley, and third Olympic bronze medalist, Josh Kerr. Um, so just really, really impressive to see those those guys 
you know, putting away the rest of the best of British. And uh, I think I'm right in saying that all three are going to the Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure about the Worlds, actually. I'm not. I should be more informed on that, but I'm not. I can't keep up these days, eh? Well, we're more yeah, I'm losing it. Performances. It's like, remember last year when we were going to events, it was like, you could kind of keep up, but now it's like, so there's so many things happening. It's just, it's just absolutely so difficult to, to know what's going on. Um, I don't know if Jake's going to the 1500, actually. I'm just looking at the... Sorry, if Jake's going to the Commonwealth. Uh, oh, he is, yeah, he is. He's just not on the infographic I've got. Yeah, so that's great. All three are going. So really cool to see that. Um, what else do we have at the British Champs? Just looking through the results for some Scottish names. Women's 1500, gold for Laura Muir, which was uh, which was great. Um, what else did we have? Uh, Kirsty Law, bronze, uh, silver at the discus. Uh, Sarah Ingalls, 5,000-metre bronze medal. Um, where's... Sarah's time. Let me give that. Was it not fifteen oh nine or something? That's right. Yeah, it was ridiculously quick. Um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, and then we had also ah, that's right. That's the race that Annabelle and Megan were also running in. Um, but yeah, Sarah for the bronze, so super strong there. Other Scottish performances: uh, Nicole Yergin, silver in the four hundred. Uh, David Smith, silver in the high jump as well. And I think then the next day. Let me find the women's 800 because I believe Gemma Riki had the win there. Uh, yes, which is great to see because Gemma has, I think she, ever since the Olympics, I felt like she's a little bit off the boil. And it's great yeah. to see her come back into a bit of form. That's right, golden 800. So she's going to Eugene, which is great. Um, so yeah, really cool to see her coming back. Um, and yeah, Jenny Selman was there. Jenny Selman finished fourth in the in the eight and two six. Uh so seventy-five. So really great to see Jenny. Jenny will come to Commonwealth teams as well. But spoiler, Jenny's also going to Commonwealth. Oh, I know it's amazing. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. Like uh, you know, from a, a personal level, Lewis being my coach and also coaching Jenny, uh, yeah, I, f- I feel it's uh, a huge, a huge well done to to not only Jenny but but Lewis as well for yeah, getting getting uh, Jenny to the commies, I think it's amazing. It's, and, and and we've obviously had her on the show, and she's got such yeah. a. Ross touched on it like that sort of gen the what would you call it a a, um, a generational development. Um, she's kind of gone through those you know a full from rank you know junior ranks all the way through to senior, and now she's going to the Commonwealth Games uh, in in her thirties, which is which is amazing. So. Um, yeah, absolutely amazing. Shows it's really amazing. Can't wait to see that. Uh, otherwise, what else have we got? Um, yeah, so like uh, I'm uh, watching one. Beth Dobbin, Beth Dobbin, sec- uh, silver in the women's 200, the British champ. So she's going to Eugene as well. Um, Bucci. So this is an interesting one. Bucci was fourth in the 5,000. Um, he's going to the Commonwealth. I'm not. Again, I'm out of date. I'm losing track here. Is the world squad been announced yet? I don't think it has. I don't. I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I don't think it has. Is it? I'm not it, sure if it has. I'm. Uh, I don't I'm know. Not sure. I, I think it has been actually. Yeah, it has been. Of, Sorry, uh, bigger point. It has been. Um, oh, this is. I'm reading it as I go. So 800. Gemma's going to the 100, as we said, with Kelly Hodgkinson, Alex Bell, and Ellie Baker, Laura Muir in the 1500 with Melissa Courtney Bryant and Katie Snowden, 5,000 meters, uh, Ailish. Amy Eloise Markov and Jess, Jess Judd. Jess and Eilish in the 10. And then moving to the 
let me go to the men's team. Uh, drum roll. So 1500, Neil, Josh, and Jake. Amazing. Yeah, Bucci is in the 5,000 meters. That's right, with uh, Mark Scott. And he's not running the 10. I think he's running the five at the five on the 10 at the Commonwealth, but only five at the Worlds. Yeah, okay. Uh, just to just to summarize uh, some of those other results, um, there was also uh, the para events at the, the championships, uh, 1500 meter victory for Stephen Bryce of VP Glasgow, 411. Um, and uh, it was also good to see Derek Ray, uh, one that you know, mm. an interviewer of the show, a friend of the show. Um, of of five uh, in fourth place at four fifteen ninety seven, which is uh, you know from going from like a marathon to to fifteen hundred meters, like Jesus, and he's he's fine, you know. He's I've seen his results in like the the ten k, and he's really you know coming on um, leaps and bounds of his speed. So I'm sure if he does revert back to the marathon, that's going to stand him in uh, really good stead as well. So. Uh, a couple of other runners, uh, Luke Deccan and Kyle Brotherton, featured in the, the men's par 400 metre race as well. Um, not sure what position they were. Uh, we also had um, in 400 metre wheelchair event in Melwoods taking the second place as well, the Mueller British Championships as well. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's only one race. I mean, the, I mean that's where, where else do you, do you want to go, Tommy? Uh, you know, what's what else is of note that you, you want to share? Um, personally, for me, you know, being a being a, a trail runner, uh, you know, liking the dirt and stuff like that, liking the hills and the ultras. The we this the last weekend we've just had the um, the European Off Road Championships. Uh, now, is that name new? Because I've I I, I think it is like, mountain run champs. It's the yeah, off road champs. I, I, I generally in the past has been called the European Mountain Running Championships now. I think, I think what a, idea, what a silly name. Off road. Uh, well, that's it. Yeah, I think the idea with this is to try and like, you know, like to make the, to make it more inclusive in in terms of those disciplines. So, basically, what you've got, you've got like a, an uphill only race. You've got an up and downhill race. You've then got like a, you know, not an ultra race, but it's like a forty-two kilometer distance. So it's like a longer, um, mountain race. So it's it. Uh, what I see is trying to encompass, um, you know, all these types of of disciplines in in, in mountain running and trail running, I suppose. But uh, and then obviously you've got your junior categories and your senior categories and genders and things. But it's 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 not really um, in the past. I think what's happened is, from my experience in representing Scotland in the the mountain running when I was a, a, in younger. Um, for the European and the world champs, it usually was like an uphill only year. Then it was an, an up and downhill year. Uh, so they uh, alternate. Right. So this year, what they've done is they've combined them all. So essentially what you've got is you've got people who, um, you know, might just choose one of the events uh, or the, the countries might just pick one athlete. We, we'll talk about it in a minute, but the some of the countries have picked, uh, you know, one athlete to do a couple of the events. So, um, most notably is uh, someone who um, has his her brother has been on the show, Jacob Atkin. Uh, Scout Atkin has been representing Great Britain in in the the off road championships. So just to I suppose just to set the scene, I will um, I really should should tell you where it is. Uh, so it's La Palma, um, 
and uh, it was in La Palma in Spain. So Scout has uh, got a bronze medal in the senior women's up and down race. She also featured in the uphill only race and came fourth. So yeah, what a, what an amazing uh, you know turnaround to, to to get a bronze the day after the event, uh, the, the first event. So yeah, that's a double for the Adkin family. So they've they've managed to uh, Jacob won the European uphill running championships in 2019. I think he might still be the reigning uphill champion. I, I don't know, maybe not anymore. But since this this weekend's take, taken place, uh, some other notable performances, which actually landed them getting a bronze medal, uh, supported by Katie Avery, Avery and Holly Page and Hannah Russell as well. Um, and yeah, um, just looking at other results in the race. Uh, there was also some Scottish representation in the under-20 men's event. They took team gold on uh, Fraser Gilmore, finished fifth, fifth overall in the race. So well done uh, to Fraser there, cut from Kilbarkin AAC. Uh, Isla Headley as well was taking part, uh, also one of the um, runners at Lewis Coaches, as well as Holly Page, I think. Um, so yeah, she got... What did she get? She got Team Silver. I don't know what she was in the... Where was she? Kirsty Dixon was 12th in the race, uh, in the uphill race. Holly Page was 29th. And, uh, yeah, anyway, I can go all, all, on and on with some of these results here. Um, yeah, so Isla was 8th and 11th in the junior women's uphill only race. Kirsty and Holly Page were taking part in the senior... Uh, they were in the senior team. So, uh, yeah, um, Jacob was running. He, I think he just recovered from COVID, so I don't think he had a very good race. Andy Douglas was representing, but I think he got COVID, so couldn't take part. So, yeah, I'm sure he'll recover uh, well and quickly, hopefully. So, yeah, that's uh, that's the European Off-Road Championships in a nutshell. Sorry for the rambling, but... Um, sure. You can you can have a look at the results. Go on the Scottish Athletics page. They'll give you a roundup of the, the the highlights of the Scottish performances as well. I'm really I'm really impressed to see Kate Avery do so well there. You know, Kate Avery is someone who was you know we know as cross country, so we, we probably shouldn't be surprised, but strong in the cross country, solid on the track. I think she was at Rio, I think. I mean, no, she didn't. She didn't get like that's right. So anyway, big pedigree. Yeah. Always been on the circuit for a while. Uh, yeah, I was I'm really was really impressed to see her. Um, to, to A, make the team when she was at the trial and, and, and go, compete so well. So, yeah, well done to, to Kate. Yeah, so. What else have we got? I've got nothing else, mate. That's, uh... <laughs> Do you know what? We could, we could go on and on and on. And, but this podcast, people would start switching off. The yeah, only yes. other thing I was going to mention was my, you know, we Muddy Way 100 race. Of course, the 100, yes. Get the scene there. Eh? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it started off in Forest and it went basically all the way around uh, along the Muddy Coastal Trail up towards Speyside Way and then it finished downhill uh, from Granton all the way to Forest along the Dava Way. Um, so we had a brave 15, I think it was about, well, 22 runners entered for the 100, um, 10 of them finished, although uh, 10 of them didn't start for various reasons, um, which uh, isn't a surprise at the moment in the running calendar. But uh, yeah, we also had the relay as well, which was taking place for the first time. And essentially what that was, it was teams of up to four taking, uh, running um, at least, well, three three legs. 
uh, of various distances throughout the course. And overall, like it was, you know, when it comes to the the, the managing and the operations of of organising an event like that, you know, it was there's quite a lot of work to do just getting the, the the right checkpoints and you know ensuring that that you know that the the trackers were working and they were you know recording the the split times for all the teams. Um, but really, the volunteers once again make the race. Like if it wasn't for the volunteers, like we had just under twenty volunteers helping mark the course, um, you know, taking part in the aid stations, registration, like it's just absolutely fantastic. So yeah, big fat thank you to the volunteers for making this event happen and, you know, making it go so smoothly. Uh, you know, it just went like clockwork in the day, uh, despite me running around and getting hardly any sleep. Uh, it was just so rewarding. Um, but in terms of the actual, the top, you know, the top finishers, we had John Anderson, uh, getting another win in part of the Murray Way Ultra Series. Uh, he ran the Murray Coastal Trail 50. Uh, so yeah, well done to John. Alexander Richardson took the second place uh, and Ian Young was the third finisher as well. And your, your winner for the female category and the only female taking part uh, in the small field was Elaine Wild, who, uh, yeah, got, got the overall win, uh, overall female win. So well done to Elaine. Uh, and finally, just the relay side of things, uh, we had, yeah, we had 10, 10 relay runners taking part, uh, 10, re 10 relay teams taking part. So, uh, yeah, it was just brilliant. You know, I, I don't have to, you know, just speak. They'll be able to say how awesome it was and how much fun they had. And I mean, the weather was great. It was so good. Like it was blue skies the whole time, sun, sunset, sunrise, you name it. It was amazing. So a beautiful part of the world um Newbridge Dunes running club uh mixed team got the win so well done to to them in, in a time of 14 hours and 22 seconds so pretty 22 minutes not seconds and uh for the hell of it was second and uh your third place was fees flancy Phillies as well taking the the third place in that event as well so yeah have a look at you can have a look at the my way ultras website and you can check out the results there but now nah, a really good weekend um, and we're looking forward to the next event which is the Space Sideway Ultras series, uh, not series, the Space Sideway Ultra Classic which is 35 miles and uh, the 100k which is from Aviemore to Bucky and the, the classic races from Dragonmore uh, Distillery all the way to, to the end of the Space Sideway which is Bucky as well. So that's on the 20th of August, there's still spaces available so if you want to sign up, uh, yeah, check out the website. So there you go, Tommy. Very good. That's, Very uh, good. It's exciting. It's good to hear, hear the event is still going strong after these years. Yeah, it's, it's good. It, it has. We had one of our, uh, you know, our, our friends of, of Tartan Running, John Cassidy and his team, the big, Team big, Green. So, big John. Uh, of Young Hearts Run Free Podcast. He was taking part in it as well. So if you want to have a listen to, you know, get his account of the event, go over and go over at the dark side and have a wee listen as well. So, uh, yeah, great to thank you for taking part in assembling such a, an amazing team. So, yeah. Very good. So, who's uh, TRS short-sighted? I've been I think it's, that, uh, recently, but... Uh, I think it's got to be probably Jack Mack. Jack Mack, there we go. I don't think yeah. she's had it. Is. I, I, should be I don't think she has that. it. So, she had it. She was, for me, that was... Uh, 
West Highland Way. That I think, yeah, that's. I'm thinking we've had a, we've had another one in there, but I think that's the one that jumps oh, out to me. Probably the have. It's been a, it's been it's been a long time since we had it. Actually, it's probably <laughs> met. We hope that there's been many people wearing their shorts, uh, mm-hmm. and none only than Tim Toy, uh, Kyle, and Debbie wearing our TRS shorts. You have them on, right? In that case, in that case. Where is the photo? I mean, I've got a photo. put it on our social media. Let's uh, this is my back's breaking from carrying the <laughs> TRS Instagram. Get it, get it on, which is you can tell there's nothing on it, which yeah. is why get it on there. Set role modeling, like Ross said, get the get out there, wear your shorts of pride, show, yeah, wait, wait. yeah, exactly. Come on, guys, share your stories. Sorry if you haven't posted them, but share them. We want to get uh, we need to get this collage going because what. Yes, Everyone we, we do. Here, we should be getting regular. The amount exactly. of race. There should be hundred, there should be a couple of hundred photos by that measure. Oh, I'm I'm going to do probably not this weekend, but in a, I'm maybe next weekend I might get out to do a park run with a pair. I'm going to take them down to the back to the Aberdeen Beach Park Run. I like a pair it. of running shorts on, even, <laughs> if walk, even if I'm walking around. I wouldn't I wouldn't disgrace them with that, even if I'm jogging around. Love it, love it. Right, uh, and your TS run of the year, run of the week. Or Ooh, runner of the week. Uh, runner of the week. Good question. Uh, we didn't cover any local results. Uh, I was like giving it to someone on there. I'm gonna go for Gemma Riki. Gemma Riki. I was really pleased Gemma to see Gemma come back into a bit of form. She's a rough. I think she's. It must be. It can't be difficult. I was saying it can't be difficult. It must be difficult for Gemma. Was on fire before the Olympics last year. Absolutely on fire, and then. Laura is is just we know Laura is a different class, but then with Keely coming through eight hundred, I feel that Gemma sort of was the one who came away with nothing last summer, and uh, you thought you hoped that she might have snuck a medal. It, from what I've seen, her form's not been great so far. So to win at the British Champs and the build up to the Worlds and the Commies, I think is a very, very nice thing. Hopefully, that gives her the confidence she needs to to go into the championship. Ah, I like it. I, I, I do you know what? I'll go with that. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it, but uh, I thought you were yeah. going to give. I thought you were going to give it to John Casty for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I might give it to John Anderson for doing the fifteen and the hundred mile, like in short. John Anderson. Season. When you talk with John Anderson, I just imagine the gladiators. Contenders, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> ready. ready. He's, a, he's an athletics coach, or was anyway. Was he? Yeah. yeah I don't know if he's there. Still. There, if you can get John Anderson to start your ultra marathon, go <laughs> runners. <laughs> Ready, <laughs> they're doing 100 miles. They're generally not there, anyway. yeah. Sprint, sprint start, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, right? Well, well these, these ramblings are, are rumbling on, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, well, it's, it down. Been it's been great to chat to you, Tommy. And uh, As always, great. To, hopefully, you've enjoyed this episode. It's been a long one, but uh, we're just catching up in lost time. That's what it's all about, eh? so absolutely done, right? See you later, bye.
train, when we train, when we train, 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 it can be savage, but never brutal, because we'll love the wind and rain. You got Tommy, you got Kyle, they bring news, they drink brews, they do interviews, they like park run and cross country. And that's a wrap.